0: Welcome to TechNovation, I'm your host, Peter High. Our broadcast today comes from our most recent MetaStrategy Digital Symposium. It's a panel discussion covering the topic of how talent and culture enable high performance and enterprise agility. And that conversation featured Raghu Sagi, the Chief Information Officer of Inspire Brands, and Unyeka Enchega, the Chief Information Officer of Novant Health. Both Ragu and Onyeka share remarkable stories of how their cultures and their respective companies take inspiration from constituents and members from across their ecosystems, bringing the company values closer to the customers they serve. Onyeka discusses how these ecosystems also drive innovation for his company. Ragu shared an impressive anecdote about the evolving in-person model at several of the restaurants that are part of Inspire Brand's portfolio. Each of them share numerous other examples. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Gentlemen, welcome. It's so great to speak with you both today. Thank you, Peter. Great to to talk to you as well. It's a a great pleasure. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Cisco, and the company's Chief Information Officer, Jackie Gouchelar. As we enter a time of hybrid work environments, Jackie wanted to take a moment to share how companies can stay ahead of this emerging trend and make informed decisions on the future of work. Jackie, over to you. Hi, this is Jackie Gouchelar, SVP and CIO of Cisco. Today, we're at a unique time in history with the ability to redefine work. Work is no longer where you go, it's what you do and how you do it. And it is powered by the convergence of people, technology, and places. It's permanently reshaping expectations of both employees and employers alike. To navigate this changing landscape, Cisco's hybrid work index can help you make informed decisions by providing global insights on people's preferences, habits, and technology use in the era of hybrid work. It's based on millions of global data points and insights to help you win the war for talent, accelerate your innovation, and enhance business safety and security. Search Cisco Hybrid Work Index to learn more. Thanks, Jackie. And now on to our broadcast. Thanks for well, having us. Oh, it's a, thank you so much for, for making the time. So- Ragu, maybe I'll start with you. Um, Ragu is the Chief Information Officer of Inspire Brands uh, and e- a company of nearly $15 billion in revenue, a multi-brand restaurant company, the, the 32,000 uh, uh, restaurants uh, across brands like Arby's, Baskin-Robbins, Buffalo Wild Wings, Dunkin', and others. Uh, he's been in that role for roughly three years and uh, came to the company after a, a tenure as, as SVP and Chief Engineering Officer at Sephora. Uh, Raghu, let me begin with you. As I, as I said, I I'd love to, you know, yours is a really interesting organization. In as much as, you know, you've got your corporate, uh, uh, brand and inspire brands, but then you've got a variety of different brands underneath those. I represented a few of them in the description there a moment ago, and you've got franchisees, uh, you've got different formats and therefore different ways in which, uh, you know, the organization contemplates things. And you've mentioned to me in past conversations that, Culture begins in the restaurants themselves. As you think about kind of what you value, how you think about things, you need to have that as an extension of the restaurants. Talk a bit about that insight and the way in which you bring that to life, please.
1: Yeah, I I think uh, as a technologist uh, inside the support center, and what I tell my team is that our existence is only required for the purpose of serving our team members who are serving our guests. So we take uh, it pretty seriously on understanding how to empower, how to provide uh, the experience for our guests through our team members. So I think uh, being able to have our you know, 650,000 uh, employees across our brands, that includes franchises and corporate restaurants, touch a millions of people that uh, come through our doors. And I think having those team members uh, essentially be You know, happy to be there serving the customers and, you know, growing in their careers along the way, I think is important to us and and that kind of services as a foundation for if that's who you're serving, you know what our culture should be. And I I would say that that's how we anchor uh, the the culture inside the support center to the culture that uh, uh, inside the restaurants.
0: Yeah. Uh, Onyeka, I'd like to turn to you, if I may. Uh, as I mentioned, the CIO of Novant Health, a roughly $7 billion revenue healthcare system based in the southeastern part of our country. Um, Onyeka has been in his role a little shy of a year and a half and has is a five-time CIO at a variety of different companies, uh, so has broad insights across a, a variety of industries as to the evolution of that role as well. Uh, uh, Onyeka, talk about... Uh, a, a variety of constituents. Uh, uh, Ragu is just applying that to his environment. You you obviously have the same across a, a, a wide array of things that Novant Health does, from the hospitals themselves, of course, the the, the healthcare providers. There's the you know whole the whole payments uh, you know ecosystem. Of course, the end customer as well. You know, as you think about culture, are there ways in which you maybe in ways comparable to what Ragu mentioned that you kind of draw in inspiration from the various constituents that represent those who you partner with and serve ultimately?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Peter. So, you know, at Novant Health, uh, people, are are, that's our business, right? Mm -hmm. We treat each other with respect, compassion. When you think about the culture of Novant Health, we embrace the the, the differences in our, our strengths while fostering an environment of inclusion, empowerment, inspiration, courage. So we always have to remember our business is about the care of all people, right? Starting with our team members. And so from an aspiration perspective, you know, we are an inclusive team of purpose-driven people. So when when you think about what we do and how we do it and the ability to impact lives in a positive manner, right? Regardless of industry, we all have a we all have a desire to better understand our our customers, right? And, you know, the things that we tend to think about are always looking for ways to make the patient experience remarkable, right? So when we think about talent, it's an easy draw, right? Because most of us are in a place where we want to be, we want to be about impacting lives in a positive manner. So, you know, whether it's making things easier to understand, easier to schedule, or even easier to find, right? Our goal is all about how do we make sure that the patient experience uh, is better today than it was yesterday? So uh, we tend to put that out front, quite frankly, uh, and that's usually the thing that brings people in to our organization is the ability to to know that. So take someone from like myself, right? So you mentioned, you know, I've been with the organization a little less than a year and a half. For me, it was all about exactly that, right? So my father has Parkinson's, so the ability to impact lives in a positive manner and be in a position and in a place where I might actually be able to impact my father's life. Right. That was all the difference maker in the world. And then when you think about uh, Novant Health, that is all about innovation, right? All about uh, how do we co-create with others? Right. It became it became a no That's literally it was just a no brainer. for. So when I talk to others that are thinking about joining our organization, Know, Peter, I, I pitched them on the same things, right? You have an opportunity to impact lives in a positive manner, and that's what Novant Health's about.
0: How powerful is that? Thank you for those uh, those anecdotes, Yeka and especially its application back to your own life, um, Onyeka, I'd like to stick with you for a moment, if I may, because you you uh, alluded to uh, a fascinating aspect of Novant Health that I have found this co-creation that you referenced. I know that as you think about Talent, and as you think about casting the net widely to, uh, to to identify innovative ideas, you know, yours as an organization and you as a leader really think from an ecosystem approach, um, and I, I find that to be really fascinating. In fact, I you know I've, I've uh, r- wrote a whole section of my most recent book, Getting to Nimble, on ecosystems and the necessity of them, as so much competition today actually is more ecosystem to ecosystem than it is company to company. Talk a bit about, you know, the way in which you think about the philosophy behind that. And if you wouldn't mind, I'd love for you to share an anecdote as to how you, you know, something that brings uh, brings that to life for, for, for
2: our audience here. Sure, happy to do that. So, you know, Peter, as you can imagine, I think all of us kind of fall in that same space. It, it's, sometimes it can be difficult to navigate the emerging technology environment mm-hmm. and identify truly valuable capabilities, right? So for us at Novant Health, identifying our core capability set and then finding a, what I'm going to call trusted partners to deliver on that capability set, that's been key for us. So having a strong partner ecosystem, we're able to deliver a consistent experience for our users. In addition, by creating a stable platform, by partnering with top performing partners, you know, we're able to take risks with less proven partners and truly innovate. So I also believe that by, by building, a strong partner ecosystem, we can establish ourselves as a differentiator in our field, because you know, we have access to cutting edge tech that comes out of sustainable uh, and substantial investment that our, that our partners pour into R&D. So one of the things that we did, and, and this is really exciting. So when we talk about this we we at Novant Health, we get really excited about it. So at Novant Health, we've, we have long been at the forefront of leveraging technology to enhance how healthcare is delivered to our patients. We've been working on advancing technologies to create world-class care experiences, both at home and at our facilities. So in 2019, we solidified a partnership with Zipline uh, as their first partner in the developed world. We had a shared goal, right, to create a new national model for building the most resilient and responsive healthcare system possible. Now. As a regional healthcare system that operates in you know call it 20 hospitals over 800 locations the idea of zip lines drone delivery services you know that struck us as a game changer right uh because think about it we're in a we're in a situation where uh from a pandemic perspective you can't get out to some of uh, the underlying locations where we are so our initial plan was to offer drone-based delivery of medical supplies you know, sometime towards the end of 2020, uh, we, we'd always had that ultimate goal of delivering that. But again, as I mentioned, COVID-19 fast-tracked that operation, right? And in May, in May of 2020, we were granted a waiver by the FFA, FAA to begin emergency operations of, of uh, zipline drones to help us in our COVID-19 response. We were the first healthcare system to respond to COVID-19 with drone distribution now you know that's exciting uh that we were able to be in a place where we could still get ppe uh, to our employees so that they could continue to provide remarkable service uh and remarkable care to our our patients that was a big deal for us um and so partnering with uh you know whether it's a startup or even established organizations finding an opportunity to co-create uh but it, it has to be something that we find value in as well, right? So we're not just co-creating for the sake of it. There has to be an applicability to that uh, force. So that, those are just that's just one one thing that that we did that that uh, I know Novant Health is incredibly uh, proud of as well. What, what an amazing story and and you mentioned may of
0: 2020 this is only a couple months after the pandemic had really kind of reared its ugly head i can only imagine uh, to get faa approval and and to have have uh, the beginnings of that in place only a couple months in what a remarkable thing thank you again for for sharing that um Raghu, back back to you. you you i really appreciated your your thoughts about how the cultural elements really um, are drawn from the restaurants themselves and it's important to remember that that's kind of where the that, that's that that's where the rubber meets the road with your customers and therefore pay pay uh, each of those restaurants their due respect um, just as onyeka uh, provided us some anecdotes as to the challenges and and ways of meeting the challenges um uh, associated with the the past couple of years in pandemic, Um, You know, some of the brands that you have had a real in-person component. I think of Buffalo Wild Wings, for example, uh, which is, you know, historically primarily in-person, going with your friends, you know, having all the televisions with all the NFL games on, let's say, and, you know, seeing your hometown team uh, 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 while you're enjoying wings and and a beer or two. Um, Obviously, the COVID uh, led to some real necessity to change that model to some extent. And I wonder, talk a bit about that evolution process, yeah. the recognition that some of these models would at least go through a prolonged period of time of change and how you thought about making those changes happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think mean, first I want to say, uh, Aneka and his team, congratulations on, looks like a fascinating work in a short period of time. So uh, it's hard to achieve uh, some, uh, that level of, uh, you know, uh, quickness uh, in there. So going back to our business side, right, I think if you look at pre-COVID, uh, restaurant industry has never seen a disruption or a change of this magnitude i would say in the past you know 30 40 50 years and the restaurant industry has always been kind of lagging behind the retail or banking or you know some of these uh, companies and the technology uh, investments have never been made in the restaurant industry i think you know, fast forward two years inspire brands was already thinking about this thesis that we would have to be able to invest uh, in technology-driven, uh, data-driven, personalized-driven experiences for our customers as well as for our team members. And in the last two years, I think our thesis actually has come come to life. I mean, it's a, it's unfortunate to to see the pandemic, but you know how the guests have completely changed their behavior in terms of uh, interacting with any one of our businesses, if you will. Right. Uh, so. Speaking of Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, we went from almost no uh, off-premise business to almost 100% off-premise business in over a period of three weeks when the pandemic started, when the closure started to happen. So we had to adapt. We had to adapt to say, okay, uh, fortunately we had a digital platform that allowed uh, our guests to be able to place an order for takeout or or, uh, uh, delivery or, curbside, you know, those type of conveniences were something that I think that we were able to provide. And in order to be able to kind of uh, really uniquely provide uh, uh, that type of experiences, you know, technology had to do a bunch of stuff. I mean, we uh, we rolled out uh, curbside really quickly. We rolled out contactless payment, which was not necessarily that, that important at the time. And I think those are the type of things I would say is the as a technology team, they came together to be able to serve that one brand to finish up on the thought on the multi-brand, you know, each brand is a unique experience. So Sonic, you drive in, so they already had a little bit of a non-contact, but being able to have the mobile order. So we took back and looked at the approach of uh, how do we bring the technology, the culture of agility, innovation, to be able to apply to all of our brands. So I, I think those few learnings, uh, I think over the past two years, and I think what uh, Anika was talking about, technology kind of, empowering and a technology kind of uh, you know, powering the businesses through a quick innovation, uh, I think is, is what I would say we have to do for Buffalo Wildlands as well.
0: I think it's really inspiring. One of the great sort of meta messages across each of you is, is, you know, not you, leveraging the necessity, the necessity being the mother of invention. There are many necessities during these times that were brought about as a result of, of um, the change to all of our lives and to our businesses in the past couple of years. And it's inspiring to hear, these, these great ideas that were implemented perhaps in some cases would not have even been thought of but for the crisis itself and presumably have a longer tail associated with them in terms of the value that those might create even once we reach let's hope sooner rather than later some modicum of normalcy uh, to the way in which we live and do business as well. Um, I, I want to thank both of you gentlemen for a really remarkable conversation. and Chega Ragusagi, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your insights from the ins- inspirational uh, journeys that
2: each of you are on with your companies. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter.